Hey, Mac, when does deer season start? Well, if you want the best deer herd possible, Lanny, you need to start right now. Right now. That's, That's why right. we're starting our promotion. I mean, we've got a deer season starts now promotion on plantbiologic.com where you can pick up our Game Changer soybeans, our forage soybeans, and our spring protein peas. While you're there, you might as well go ahead and pick up some brassicas like our final forage and winter bowls. Yeah, stock up for the cool season planting right now. Listeners to the GK Podcast, if you use coupon code GKPOD, you can save an additional 10% off our entire selection of warm season, cool season, and clover food plot seed. Get started today and visit plantbiologic.com for an unforgettable fall. I am Jeff Foxworthy, and welcome to Gamekeeper Podcast. If you want to learn more about farming for wildlife and habitat management, then, buddy, you are in the right place. Join the Gamekeeper crew direct from Mossy Oak Land Enhancement Studio as they discuss the latest wildlife and habitat management practices, news, and, of course, hunting. There's no telling what you'll learn, but I'm going to tell you, I bet it's interesting. Enjoy. We're live in three, two, one. All right, everybody. Welcome to West Point, Mississippi. We are here. Lanny, I don't know. This, this one, uh, there's going to be a lot of information in this Man, one. we're excited about this. You know, there's nothing more, you know, mossy oak than turkey and nothing more turkey than Mr. Fox. And we're going to talk about some good stuff today. Well, so. I think everybody for the last year has, has been hearing about this uh, Mr. Fox vest. Mm-hmm. Super and, excited. And, it's, you know, there's just a lot of questions, and I'm looking at Dudley. You've, you've got a lot of questions, I think, so you'll be yeah. able to get them answered. Yeah. And uh, just to kind of set the table here, we're looking around the room. we got Daniel on the couch. The dev team. Got a big right. grin out of Daniel. And looking over, we got Neil. In the house. Raising his hand. Neil, have you got shoes on? I, uh, actually, I have shoes on. Daniel does not. Oh. Uh, but, you know, in, in the spirit of the twin thing, we'll go ahead and take the shoes off, and that there way we is. can match. Uh, there I like the shot clock. That's new. Hadn't seen yeah. that yet. Yeah, so we and sometimes we actually turn it on. Yeah, wow. it's at 57 minutes, and we just started. So uh, Look at you guys. Yeah, that's one minute. It, it just started, Dudley. Oh, it's, okay. It's working, I forgot how to read. Working perfect. I forgot I how to, to read the, the production of this whole podcast is just really, I mean, every time I come here, it's, it's a little bit better. We're trying to step our game up. It's better every time. It's a little bit better. We were trying yeah. to make it a lot better, but yeah, yeah we get there. It's yeah. chaos. It is. Yeah. It's organized chaos. Yeah, we so good. Well, we're we're just so excited to have y'all here to talk about this. Uh, the, 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 there's, you've brought in a bunch of stuff. There's a fox vest laying on the couch. Mac. You're gonna to have to fact check these guys pretty hard on this one, so let's let's Look, be ready. So, they, yeah, there's a lot to communicate. We're trying to. Yeah. This thing's been how many years coming? I We've mean, been so we actually uh, two years ago mm-hmm. plus a couple of days because we were it was two years ago. Me, Neil, and Dad went duck hunting back behind the camp, uh, and we realized the last hunt of this year, last weekend, we were in the same spot that we had hunted the day that it yeah. light bulb turned on that. Let's do it. Well, it's time to do a it's time to do, do a fox this. vest. But. Yeah, we had been talking about doing a limited edition turkey vest. Yeah, uh, for for a lot longer than that. Uh, for years, we wanted to do a second Dixon vest, mm-hmm. and we decided we talked with Will Dixon and decided that we didn't you know need to do that and just leave you know Mr. Bob's turkey vest as is. Sure. And so that was you know, and then we were like, oh well, why don't we just do it? Mr. Foxfest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was kind of one of those, the past five years. And when we started this, it would have been, uh, when Papa just finished or had finished his 73rd season, but season 74 and season 75, the last two, uh, not quite yet. Um, but we had 
the last five years have been so fun with everybody following along with Papa and cheering him on and more and more people every spring, you know, learning, you know, who Papa is and uh, getting inspired by him and him becoming this big symbol. He's always been that from Mossy Oak, but uh, becoming that for the entire turkey hunting community, it dawned on us that, because eventually we, of course, would have made a vest for Papa, but just like the Dixon vest, we've never made a vest for anyone else except that one for Mr. Bob. And it was under the circumstances that it was honoring him after he had passed away. So mm-hmm. these past five years have really been like the, the saying of, you know, give someone their flowers while they're still around. That's kind of what this is for Papa. Like, yeah. Why two years ago, why, why should we wait until 10 years from now uh, and do this vest? Let's go ahead and make the Fox vest while he's still around Yeah, uh, to enjoy it while we're building it and, and, it's been a two-year process, and Papa's tiny t- ninety-two now, so it wasn't a guarantee he was going to be hunting the whole time that we were building this vest. But since the day we decided to do the vest, he's killed another two or three turkeys and like four bucks. So he's <laughs> he's still on had plenty of time in the woods. Oh wow, that's awesome. Well, he's got such a celebrated history around here. I mean, not, not everybody knows some of the thing, the yeah. conservation issues that he's helped deal with locally, and and then even on a statewide level in Mississippi and Alabama. But could y'all speak just a little bit to the history of what, what Mr. Fox has meant to turkey hunting and deer hunting? Yeah, well, I mean the uh, from Mossy Oak history and from West Point history, both obviously Mossy Oak wouldn't be here if it weren't for the relationship that him and Dad had uh, growing up turkey hunting at a time where not a lot of people were turkey hunting and you know, you weren't always getting introduced by your dad because there just weren't that many turkey hunters around yet. But for West Point history, of course, the story, you know, 50 plus years ago now, but uh, there weren't turkeys in Clay County. Mossy Oak, the reason dad got into turkey hunting early was because Papa grew up at Choctaw Bluff. Like a lot of people that are listening to the podcast probably know the story down there, but that's where the, that's where the Mossy Oak tree was. That's where dad's introduction to turkey hunting was. That's why even though Papa started working in West Point for Brown Foods, uh, when he was 20 something years old, he still was able to turkey on his whole life driving to Alabama, even when we didn't have him here. But yeah, as he got older, he took it upon himself to repopulate the, uh, turkey population in Clay County. Um, and I feel we've got other information to get out today, so I won't give the long winded version of that story, but the short version is that we didn't have turkeys in Clay County. Papa decided, uh, himself that he wanted to get with the local game warden and, and talk to the state and, uh, see about getting the turkeys populated here. And the the cool part about Papa, because showing the level of restraint that he did, because all hunters aren't necessarily known for, for showing restraint. <laughs> and you can imagine how much everybody was dying to actually be the first one to finally get to go turkey hunt in West Point. And the turkeys were really visible off of Highway 50 where Papa had uh, uh, let them out. So a lot of people for the first few years, they would always see the turkeys. They would tell Papa, we saw Mr. Fox's turkeys in town off of 50 and all that. So, there were a lot of people that were that were going behind Papa's back to try to get the season moved up so we could they could hunt them earlier and they they would always oh I see those turkeys every day their fox is lying saying that we can't hunt them yet it's it's not going to hurt them but the turkeys would have been wiped out three years after mm-hmm. he had put them in if he hadn't gotten to intervene and he did there's a great story about him driving down to the state capitol and pleading his case uh, in front yeah. of a bunch of folks and getting the original deadline honored but uh, yeah it's a great story and that among many other things uh have last year at nwtf at the grand Ole opry nwtf gave him their lifetime achievement turkey conservation uh award which was extremely cool and he's just these past five years especially they've just been so cool because everyone around here is always known and appreciated uh and loved papa but you know he's he's still got a flip phone he 
he doesn't know the difference in a YouTube video and, and uh, the Grammys. So uh, <laughs> he, it's not like he sees a lot of people that are wearing his yeah. uh, Fox graph, Mr. Fox right. turkey shirt and uh, keeping up with him. He doesn't know the extent of it. Um, it's been awesome these past five years for everybody to get to share in that. Wow. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic story. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, and it's one that you know we're so close to it. I think that that but but when you go, you get out in the away from the community, and you have people come up to you, and then you realize how many are cheering. Oh for yeah, Fox. everybody's it's, asking it's so, about it. It's heartwarming. Yeah. It is heartwarming. And hey, I'm, I mean, we wouldn't be sitting at this table obviously if it, you know wasn't for what he did here. So no, and what a deserving what a individual. Yeah, no Boy, doubt about it. He just is. So y'all tell us about this vest. What what do we need to know? All right, so yeah. We, well, well, first four nil starts, and I'll let him talk. I just want to say thanks to everyone listening to us for being very patient because there have been a lot of rumors swirling about the vest, and there's been a lot of buzz. So we've uh, we've been we didn't want to communicate anything formally and uh, confuse any details. So we've been waiting until we had everything absolutely buttoned up to share. So Neil. yeah, it, it's been a long time coming, and we you know with COVID and you know, it's it's been a difficult process to to build this vest and manufacture the vest and and. And it's such a, it's a limited edition vest. It's not a huge quantity. It's just, it, and it's, you know, I think, I can't remember, the, the materials are just all over the map, you know, from leather straps and different, I mean, it's, it, it was a very difficult process. Uh, and the, you know, and the Dixon especially puts more pressure on you because the Dixon vest was made 16 years ago and someone paid $3,200 for one on eBay two weeks ago. So knowing the, you know, if, if, the Fox vest is positioned alongside the Dixon and people covet it the same way. And 20 years from now, people are going to be trying to find one or hunting with their own and taking it into the woods. You know, you have that hanging over you, the expectation of, of quality that we have to meet to live mm-hmm. up to a vest that, that truly does Papa's legacy justice. Yeah. I think it'll exceed it. I mean, it looks uh, good. Yeah, it, it does look good. The Dixon vest is, is the greatest vest of all time up, up until now too. Yep. So, and not that, that we're out to try to make a vest that's better than that because they're mm-hmm. both, you know, they're the same style of vest with the strap, the gun strap style vest. And, uh, but we, you know, we don't want one to be like, oh, this one's better than the other. No. We just want two, you know, really, really cool vests, unique vests that honor two incredible people. And so that's kind of what we did. We wanted the vest to be, you know, the same style as the Dixon, but have its own identity as the Fox vest and not like a copy of the Dixon vest. And I think we pulled that off. Um, so anyway, so so to get down into what people are, where all the questions are coming from is where do I buy one? How do I get one? You know, how many we, are there? How many are there? I mean, there's you know we have not clearly communicated that message at all. It's it's been pretty much a secret up until now. Uh, so we'll we'll say uh, I don't even know what today is. In two weeks or less than two weeks at NWTF will be the very first chance that uh, people will have to buy. <clears throat> the Mr. Fox vest. We're going to take 400 vests. There's so backtrack. There is 1,944 numbered vests that we made for the year 1944 when Papa killed his first Turkey. So it has everyone probably knows, but with the Dixon, it was one through 1986 for the year Mossy Oak was founded. Mm -hmm. So So we, we wanted a, a similar number to that, but not the same number. And so that's, well, you know, he was born in 1930, Thought about doing that. We we're like, well, I think he killed his first turkey in 1944, so we'll do that. The numbered vest, 201 through 600, will be sold at NWTF. We're most likely going to sell 200 on Thursday morning when the show opens. It'll be first come, first serve. And Friday morning when the show opens, 200 more vests. Um, and then the the, re- the remainder of the vest will be 
uh, around a month later. Uh, well, there'll be three different places you can buy one. You can buy it at NWTF once those 400 are sold through. The next chance will be at our retail store in West Point, Mississippi, at the Mossy Oak store in person, not online. Uh, we're going to have an event at the store on March 11th, Saturday, March 11th. I think it's the opening day of youth turkey mm-hmm. season. Sure is. And uh, so there'll probably be some people that Hope are so. coming, at, coming <laughs> in and you know exchanging what vest they have for maybe a new one. But um, you know, hopefully Hayden will have a turkey in the yeah, back of the truck. We hope so. Up there. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be strutting if so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that'll be the next opportunity to buy one. If you want to come drive to West Point in person uh, on Saturday, March 11th, you can buy one there. And then after that, uh, we will have our online launch to sell the remainder of the numbered vest. And then we will have, um, we will have, uh, how many we have a limited number of, of unnumbered vests that exceed that. So the reason that we did that was because, because of all the, what the Dixon has become and how coveted it is, how hard it is to get the first reaction that we got, the majority of people that we told when we were building this vest well over half of the folks that we set it to. Their instinct was not, can I get one? Their instinct was, A, I hope that I can get one, but B, if I can, I would love to get two or three because I want to hang one up and give one to my son when he's old enough to appreciate it and all of these things. So it in our heads, it's scary because all of a sudden, if you can't figure out how to limit how many vests are sold, you're talking about selling, you know, if you average two vests per person, if, if, if it was just uh, the Wild West and you're selling – less than a thousand vests to less than a thousand people. So we have a few unnumbered vests as well so that they're, we just want to make sure that this is not, if Filson was making this vest, it would be charged. It would be three times what we're, what we're charging for. We're the goal of this vest is not to make a bunch of money. Uh, the goal of this vest is that genuinely everyone that cares about Papa and wants to have a piece of his legacy and, uh, to have this vest alongside their Dixon or, you know, if they don't have a Dixon, they're getting this for the first time. We just want everyone who genuinely appreciates everything and loves Pop All to be able to have this vest and to wear it for decades to come. So we, we're making a few, not not a whole lot, but we're making a few more vests just to, to hope that as many people as genuinely want one for the right reasons are able to buy one. Sure. And, and this awesome. is going to be an heirloom. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's a collector's I, item, yeah. If a guy shows up at uh, NWTF, is he just limited to being able to buy one? Correct. Yeah, so it'll be one per person at NWTF. Yep. yep. We'll dive into NWTF a little bit deeper because there's some cool stuff that, that's going on there. So there's five call companies that are making uh, 400 calls a piece to go with the 400, call, for, to go with the 400 vests that we're selling at NWTF. Uh, Rolling Thunder, Houndstooth, Primos, Quaker Boy, and Cody uh, are mm. all making a set of 400 calls. If you buy your Mr. Fox vest, you can go to their booths. Well, four out of the five, you can go to their booth and buy – uh, the call that comes with the Mr. Fox Fest, and each call will be a $20 donation that goes back to Gamekeeper Grants. And then as well as uh, Cody, the Bill Zaring and Cody, he does, he's not going to have a booth there, so we'll be selling his calls out of our booth. So if you want the Cody call, you buy it in the Mossy Oak booth. And then the other thing is not just at the show, but all of the 1,944 numbered vests Apex Ammunition is by is selling a box of uh, Mr. Fox Fest uh, twenty gauge shells. Uh, we loaded the first twenty boxes this morning, built them and loaded them. Me and Daniel and Dad. Uh, but the uh, all nineteen hundred forty four uh, vests. If you want a box of the shells to collect with the vest, uh, you can buy those through Apex. You can buy 
they're bringing 400 boxes to the WTF show to go with the 400 we're selling. And then later, if you buy one at the retail store here or online, you'll be able to buy a box that way as well. So the only, the, the one thing that will be constant with all 1944 vests will be the box of apex ammo this mm. is this is the coolest thing <clears throat> ever. yeah i mean no it's so it. well <clears throat> thought out guys the shells are are insanely cool and neil didn't mention the coolest part about that and then this is why jared and all of our friends at apex are so awesome because they really i mean we wanted to take care of every last detail with the vest and that's how they do things every day anyway and the apex connection that that brings it all together is that they've been making pop all his own shells. Yeah. There's not been yeah. a bunch of fanfare about it. I remember that. Uh, but they've been making shells for him for the past five years or ever since they, they started. Um, you know, Jared and Neil, he would drive over to Columbus, he'd get the shells. And uh, so it's the perfect compliment to the vest for them to be involved with it because they're not only are they our neighbors, but they were really taking care of every last detail before all of this. So that will be, that is the one, uh, one through 1944, the only thing that is part of the vest beyond just the vest for the limited edition numbered ones is the is the apex shells and the coolest part i forgot to mention neil saying we loaded the first 20 boxes ourselves this morning they brought all of their loading equipment to build shells to the cabin oh we built, nice the, we built all 20 of those boxes uh in the you know mr fox right yeah. 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 awesome yeah. so those call manufacturers those are fantastic call manufacturers no doubt and yeah. the, the, the yeah. a, apex pushes it over the top is anybody making a push button call so dudley could have some <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I joked with uh uncle bill when we started <laughs> down this road of building the vest i was like one day uncle bill we're going to build a vest for you and it's going to have nothing but push, push button, button pockets all over like you, six push button pockets. Uh, yeah, you better have more than one. six uh, it's like a, <laughs> a infomercial but and wait there's more call now so so on top of all that, the first one through ten vests, we're not going to sell these. These will all be auction items. The first ten vests, uh, they're going to come with, you know, there'll be ten shell, ten boxes of ammunition from Apex that we loaded this morning. Uh, and then there are nine call makers, custom call makers, that built a set of ten calls apiece uh, for this project as well. Some of the best call makers in the country and yeah. a, a couple old so, legends that were yeah, really, man. really cool to work with. So if you're familiar with custom call makers, you're going to be familiar with a lot of these names. They're some of the best guys in, in the world, and their calls are some of the most sought-after calls in the world. Some of these guys have four or five-year waiting lists to build a call. I mean, it's it's it, I can't thank these guys enough for doing what they did uh, to make it happen, but – uh, Mark Perdome and Billy Bice are built 10 trumpet calls apiece, mm. Uh, mm. which are incredibly cool. We have them down at the office now. Steve Mann, Lamar Williams, and Marlon Watkins all built box calls, three different style box calls, kind of with their, you know, their different styles that they kind of are known for, uh, which are all incredibly beautiful box calls. And then TJ Johnson, Bill Ziering, uh, Redbeard, Dean Munkin. His last name is confusing to pronounce, but everybody knows him as Redbeard. Yeah, uh, I, I I apologize. I apologize to Dean for not getting his last name right, but it, everybody calls him Redbeard. He's, Redbeard. It do you is. remember the 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 little short film, the disease? Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and uh, Pat Strauser. So that nine call makers, nine sets of ten calls apiece, and those will all be auction items. Every every bit of that will be for auction. At you know, we'll we'll give more details at a later date on how that's gonna. We do know that the number five vest and all the number five calls are gonna be auctioned off in a package deal at the NWTF convention at their banquet this year. So if you wanted, it's their fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, it's their 50th so fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. We gave them the number five with all the number five calls. If you want to, so dig, there's four. If you want to dig one. really, yeah. If you want to <laughs> dig really right. deep into your checkbook and you really want to 
piss your wife off right before turkey season, <laughs> which I don't advise, you can go and try to uh, outbid someone for that package. There you go, and the, no, and the number five box of, of Apex shells yeah. that we handloaded hand the cabins exactly. this morning. So, that, and, so part of what we're doing with that, we don't have an official date to share with everyone, but that's a lot of calls, obviously. Nine call makers, 10 calls each, yeah. 90 calls. They all have really cool little details. One of the glass calls is made with feathers from Pawpaw's last turkey. Two sets made with feathers. Oh, yeah, uh, Bill's earrings calls have those, don't they? So two wow. sets of calls with feathers from Pawpaw's last turkey. Uh, we've got seven of the nine sets in West Point, too, have, have yet to arrive. Bill's one of those. I forgot about those. Yeah, they're in transit. And we'll, they're drooling at them this morning. Yeah. But anyway, the 90 calls, we we didn't want to only auction them off in package deals with the vest because that eliminates a whole bunch of people from being able to try to bid on one at an auction because it's going to – I don't know how much it's going to bring, but, you know, the vest – a box of ammo and nine calls is going to bring a lot more than one call by itself. So we're going to, we don't know all the details yet, but sometime later in March, uh, most likely after the vest has gone on, it's official on sale. We will, we're going to try to have an online auction just to give more people the ability to bid on some of these calls. And we're going to break up. We don't know how many yet. Hopefully at least five uh, of these will be broken up individually. So that would be 45 calls. So there would be a lot of opportunities for people uh, to be able to bid on these. We've never done an online auction, so these are all details we're trying to work through. We just want to make sure, as, as you can tell, and as we've talked about a bunch, with the vest or with any of this other stuff, we just want the people who, I mean, there are a lot of people out there, especially during turkey season, that you cut them and they bleed bottom mm-hmm. land and they mm-hmm. genuinely care about Papa. even people who've never met him uh, genuinely care about him. And there's a lot of people that want this vest for the right reasons. We want the same people, if they're going to uh, get the box of ammo or if they're going to get some of these calls, you know, we want, we don't want to uh, prohibit anyone from at least having the opportunity to buy yeah. it where we can. So anyway, we'll have a lot more details to come and we will have a lot of uh, photography and video around uh, some of these calls. Cause they're freaking, they're, they're incredible. I, the only one I got to Neil went up to Pennsylvania with Rob uh, for, for Bill Zeering went down with Hunter Lewis to uh, was it Lamar William that y'all went down to. And then I went to go see Billy Bice with Rob uh, two weeks ago and man, Man. Being in the shop with these guys is so freaking cool. Yeah, yeah it's so. cool. And, and and the the reason for all of it is to raise money for you know wild turkey conservation. Absolutely, and that that's the reason that we had this idea to do this in the first place. You know, obviously we want some really cool calls to be a part of it, but the whole point of all this is to raise as much money because this is a one time vest, so it's a one time opportunity to raise a lot of money for you know conservation efforts. That's what our grandfather's most passionate about. And that's what we wanted to be able to do. So, you know, the the 400 calls that the call makers at NWTF, all those will be donations towards wild, you know, wild turkey conservation efforts, as well as the first 10 calls and the first 10 vests. And probably, you know, we're going to probably auction off a lot more of the first 100 vests, you know, as just standalone auctions for that one vest kind of thing. So uh, there's, there's a lot of really cool opportunities with this to raise, hopefully, you know, a ton of money. Uh, yeah, yeah that, I mean, if it's the whole point of this is to honor Papa's legacy as best we can, and uh, you know his legacy is trying to inspire as many people as possible, especially hunters, and th- to leave it better than he found it. So we're gonna we're gonna hopefully come away with this with a whole lot of money to uh, make sure we're getting it in the hands of people who are, d- are trying to leave it better than they found it and support a lot of of cool turkey conservation. It looks to me like y'all are well on your way to making this thing a huge success. Oh yeah, no doubt. It's, it's a beautiful vest. I hope so. Absolutely beautiful. I vest. hope people like it. It's it's a uh, it's definitely a collector's. Uh, Are they sized? 
They're they're one size fits all. Do you think highly. guys are gonna hunt with these, or are they gonna put them up? Yeah, both. I, I would hunt. Yeah, they. I think there are definitely gonna be some people that hang them up because we know people that still have their Dixon in the original packaging, but um, with a, with a lot of stuff, just like with the shells, the shells will come in a box of five. If you've bought any shells from Apex, um, we were having the same conversation earlier. Are people gonna leave the shells on the shelf, or uh, what we were talking about actually, which you know, it's not funny, but it, it would be if it happened to somebody else, but. If you ideally for me, my box of five shells, I would like to kill a turkey with one of those shells and leave the other four in the box. And if I were to miss a turkey with the one that I was planning on using, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. What, do you, what, do, you do, what do you do if you miss five in a row? Yeah, I don't, well, if I miss one, I, I don't. I'm being a pickle already. <laughs> it's a slippery slope when you get the yips. But well, uh, if you miss a turkey, you can probably can you know you can probably ask Bobby about your. I don't know. Bobby I mean, they're, they're, can be, they're, oh my goodness. One of the cool yeah. things about because there's there's a lot two people we know a lot of people that just hunt the absolute crap out of there. So the the range of people with the question of are you going to hunt it or are you going to hang it is usually you got the people me Neil David who I just talked about with the Dixon who hunt it every single day for the last however many years with it. You've got other people who have it hanging or in the original packaging have never used it. What's really cool that a lot of people do I know that want it to, you know, they want the vest to be around for decades is they'll take it out and try to kill one turkey a year with it or they'll hunt with it one morning a year, whether they kill a turkey or not, and then they'll hang it back up. That's a really cool thing that I've heard a lot of people say they do with their Dixon. That is what I would, uh, that would be the sweet spot. Uh, this vest is, I mean, it means so much. It's supposed to carry all the legacy that it embodies into the woods with you. So uh, I'm not saying you got to hunt with it every single day if you want to make sure it is in good condition for a long time, but. I would, I would, re- I, that's I where, would that's recommend where, hunting it. Yeah, re- that's, where, that, that's, that's where, at least, that's where Daniel and I are different. Yeah, I will be hunting once. every day. I would too. in twenty years. Yeah, life is my, short. Yeah, in twenty years, the my fox vest will probably just be just just. Yeah, sh- Neil and I are not different because stress. I'm talking about general public. I'm going to be hunting in my vest every single day. Yeah. I'm saying for the general public of the people who either leave it in the box or take it out once a year. You should at least take it out and yeah, hunt with it once a year. At least hunt yeah. with it once. No so, doubt about it. So what about the last year a bunch of people hunted with uh, that that traveling fox? How did, how yeah, did well, that end up? We had a prototype, and uh, we wanted you know a bunch of our friends and, and you know, y'all all hunted with it. And uh, we just wanted to have our, uh, as many people kind of get eyes on it, go spend a day in the woods with it, get some feedback on it. But just kind of – it's we called it the traveling fox fest, and it was just kind of happening – randomly uh so we just kind of started passing it around through turkey season and one person passed it to the next and then we decided well we don't want to ship it anywhere we just want it to be passed hand to hand we didn't want to lose it in shipping either and so it became just the traveling fox fest yeah. you know lanny hunted it one morning and then passed it to the next guy and then passed it to the next guy and i don't remember how many guys how many people hunted in it guys it was pretty deadly yeah it was pretty deadly we kept a log book and a journal uh with the vest and so everybody that killed a turkey logged their turkey into the log book and everybody, you know, put a journal entry. Well, Lanny, you've had the journal for almost I've had a year for a now while. and you still had <laughs> That's how important there, yeah. this thing is <laughs> yeah. to me. I yeah. really want it to be right. Now I've written, I've written my journal entry. Oh, my you did? Okay. Yeah. You just never passed it to the next person. Well, I, no, I, I passed <laughs> the next person, but I hadn't, I, don't know. I hadn't handwritten it in there because I was telling Daniel last night, my handwriting is so atrocious. I wanted it to be really nice. He was insecure about it. I am insecure about the The traveling vest was cool for two reasons. The <laughs> one that's obvious is that it was cool for a lot of people to be able to to use this vest last year, especially family members and people who've worked from Aussie Oak for a while and, and all that good stuff. And the second is if we're trying to build a vest that uh, we don't want to, to be able to easily, I, I mean, there's not many products on the planet for hunters that somebody can't figure out a unique way to 
tear it up. But the other benefit of the traveling Fox West was that if we if we hunted with it from opening day in Mississippi until the season closed at the end of May in, in Maine when me, Neil, and yeah. our cousin Jack went up there uh, with Papa's old gun and the vest and, and closed the book on on the traveling vest for last season. We didn't figure out a way to tear it up between all those folks. So we're off to a good start. Of Real good, good start. About yeah. The quality of it. And we're pretty rough on stuff. Right yeah. yeah. It was covered in blood. Yeah. I, was I will say that, you know, there's a whole lot of uh, debate these days on how you carry a turkey out of the woods, whether it's by the head or by the feet. You, you know, y'all see, you know, there's a yeah. lot of yeah. like George Mayfield's big on, no. yeah. and he kind of started the whole trend of carrying them out by the head. But you know, there's to each his own. I don't really care. I, I, I carry them out by the feet, but I really could care less. But as long as I'm you, carrying that was them obviously, out. <laughs> yeah. but the reason I'm saying that is the traveling Fox Fest when we got it back, clearly most people carried it out by their feet because yeah. the, the seat cushion on this thing is just covered in blood. The whole thing is just crusted over. I mean, the, half the seat cushion is just solid blood, like in like layers of blood from each turkey that got carried out. So that's kind of a little gory, but you know, uh, nah, it's cool. It, it's cool. A lot of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well that, uh, Papa, I mean, uh, dad said it about Papa a couple of years ago, cause especially in his old age, really his entire life. We were laughing yesterday about looking at his wedding photos. He's kind of looked like an old man. And since he was 27, <laughs> uh, so you see pictures where he was like 65 and you're like, well, he aged pretty well in his old age. Cause he's, he's always looked, uh, like an old man, but he's, everybody sees him as this like kind, gentle figure. And he is, but yeah. dad, dad was the one a couple of years ago who was like, man, everybody, everybody thinks that Papa just getting in the woods is, is enough for him. And it is, it is his medicine. It's the only reason he's still alive right now is that, uh, he's been able to look forward and anticipate all these turkey hunts and, and the deer hunts to get him mm-hmm. closing the gap till turkey season gets here. But he is a turkey killer. No doubt and, about and that. And of, of a vest that we hunted with all season that didn't have some turkeys killed in, it wouldn't, wouldn't uh, be right. If football was the one hunting in it, it, it would uh, it would have seen some success. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've got one. What's the price tag going to be on this vest? Uh, $450. I'm gonna tell you what, as much thought and time and the quality materials, that's a bargain right there. Yeah, it's yeah. And it, another cool thing that's got to that uh we've never had in a vest. I've never seen anybody's vest, but we we made a, a leather mouth call lanyard uh to come with the vest. It's got a pouch for it and it's it's removable. Obviously, it's lanyard. So that's a, a pretty cool piece of it. So for some people because this is a very traditional vest, as anybody who has heard us compare it to the Dixon vest or has seen it in person already, it's very traditional. It's a big vest, so Anybody that is, you know, either hunting without it or going more lightweight, if you're leaving the fox vest at home, it's cool that we've got this uh, mouth call lanyard because that can you can take that in the woods with you. Whether you're hunting yeah. with the fox vest or not, you'll have a piece of it with you. Yeah, it's it's a great vest to carry all your stuff. If you wanted a more low-profile run-and-gun uh, vest, you know, you could have kind of a, a combo two-vest, you know, package. But, uh, it, yeah, it's it's an awesome vest. It's really well-made, and, it, and uh, we're very proud of it, and we hope people— so the, my they main question be. is, what does Mr. Fox think about it when he sees it? Uh, he likes it. I mean, we've showed it to him throughout the process. We got our prototypes back, and we you know drove over and showed it to him, and this and that. Uh, you know, he's you know he's ninety two years old, so he's not you know oh, why'd you put your box call pocket right here? You know, he's he he he, he thinks it's. He's tickled to death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those patches and the quotes that are in the uh, you know. There's just so much attention to detail that That's can't exactly can't be right. told no. through a podcast per se. No, you got to put and, your hands on it. And, look and at I, this thing. I, I I just uh, I, I give you guys uh, kudos for all the effort that 
we it really can't be described just sitting here talking about it. No, that, there was so many people involved in it, and uh, so many critiques. It's and a lifetime. And, yeah. I mean, we're talking about two years, but that's a lifetime of turkey hunting and lifetime of field experience. Been yeah, that thing. we and we. Yep. Here I go, Tim Boggs, Milo. Hey, yeah. Milo. Sorry, yeah, sorry. My my dogs are bad about barking, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, the whole process of the last few years working on this vest all the way coming down to the wire here, we got a week or two, a week or two till the launch at, uh, NWTF. I mean, it's, I'm getting, I'm starting to get a little nervous, but, uh, yeah, we're, it's, all it's, good. it's, uh, I'd be glad when we're finally, you know, hopefully sold through all of them. So. Andrew's over there texting somebody. I, you know, I'm I was, not texting anybody. I'm making sure we didn't forget anything. I've got, <laughs> I've got a book of years notes. worth of notes on the Fox vest and it, there's so much that we tried to. Uh, you know, we wanted to pay attention to every last detail. So there's, if it sounds like we're communicating a lot, it's because we are. One thing we didn't talk about was the camouflage on the vest. And so had y'all come up with the, the bottom land on the outside, green leaf on the inside. It's a two-tone. Yeah. Ah. We, uh, the Dixon vest is a two-tone uh, camo. It's got new breakup on the outside and bottom land on the inside. So in the tradition of that, we, uh, or in the spirit of that, we, um, we went with bottom land on the outside and green leaf on the inside of this one. We it was, it was kind of a no brainer, yeah. especially with the Dixon vest having break up on the outside. I mean, it mm-hmm. was there was no doubt. Pop all is as bottom land as it gets. Yeah, no. But doubt the green about leaf that. on the inside is a cool touch too. Yeah, it, 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 it's very cool. It turned out nice. So. Lanny, we gotta have one. Oh, I'm. You know, I'm gonna have one. I think I'm gonna try <laughs> to get about ten of them. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. You got to bid one up. Sounds like <laughs> the official public on sale for the majority of this is going to be. In March. In March. March, March, 11th. March, 11th. March 11th. March 11th. The NWTF, it, I mean, it's the 50th anniversary. It's the biggest gathering of turkey hunters any time in the country. It's like freaking Christmas for Mossy Oak folks. I mean, it's this, this year especially is going to be the – all of these things combined, it's going to be the, the funnest convention of all time. So that's okay. why, even though the vest is – officially it was going to be uh, launched in March, we had to bring some vests in WTF because it's just too cool of an opportunity not to, to – share some there well and you're spreading the opportunity that's out. right which is so, good really good yeah we may or may not have uh some conservation beer cans uh at nbtf long beard light so, Ooh, you know, Ooh. Be, be on the lookout for those right. yeah we, that's that's a little, little some... special tidbit for some of the, the turkey guys listening mm. if you see us at nwtf give us a handshake and we will return the favor with a long beard light mm. light as a feather Mm. We're we're trying to we're we're still working out the details. We're gonna have a party at NWTF with our friends at Gunner plus Onyx and Yeti. Uh, that will be called Pour One for the Pults. So, oh, nice! So we got a we got some long beard light. We're gonna pour one for the pult more than probably more than one for the pults. Probably more I than have one. A, I would imagine more than so. one. Yeah. yeah, I have a feeling. A, a lot of folks that weren't planning on going to NWTF after they hear this, they probably they're gonna are. sign up. It is. It, if you've never been to NWTF and you always are, are indecisive about it, this now is the, the year. year. This will be the most fun NWTF convention of all time. I guarantee that. Hmm. Okay. But I'm sold. Better be up there. Well, what is there anything else? You, we've talked about so yeah. much. but We got, yeah, no. Fox Fest, Longbeard Light. We Check. got some cool things going on. And since a lot of this is, Wild turkey this is bad radio talking about something that you can't see, but when we're talking about all this, everyone will we'll have a landing page online. If you Most likely anybody listening to this podcast has already – seen photos once we share them before this airs but we'll have a landing page that communicates a bunch of these details that has a lot of photography and, and imagery of the vest and uh there will be better visuals than us just describing it you'll finally be able to, to see it and if you're coming through west point holler at one of us because you yeah. can just come by the office Swing and, on uh, by. and see us and check it out that sounds good yeah and and i would like to say you know 
if you do buy Mr. Fox Fest, you know, when this releases, they will not have been on sale yet. But if you do buy one, I would like to say thank you in advance. We've worked really hard and uh, we're very proud of this. And, you know, we're proud of the honor of my, our granddad with, with this whole project. And, uh, and then the fact that this is also raising money for conservation efforts. Yeah. Uh, so thank you in advance if you buy one. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. Hit the horns, Richie. Yeah. It hits a lot of sweet spots, that's for sure. Although we've both we've gotten a ton of Instagram DMs and Facebook messages and texts and everything over the past year, people asking about the Fox Fest, just trying to make sure that they can buy one. And I've I've had some people that are like apologizing for for bothering me or whatever, asking about it. And I've I never take it for granted. Anybody, anybody I see that's wearing bottomland or, or that somebody that genuinely is cut from the same cloth as we are, even without this vest, I never take it for granted. I always think it's so cool. Uh, even though Mossy Oaks become what it is now, um, the Fox vest, especially if you got questions about it or you want to share something or send us a picture or whatever, um, we're not taking it for granted. This has been the coolest experience of my life working on this project for the past two years and the release of it, finally getting to share it with everyone is, is the icing on the cake. Uh, so it's very exciting. We're extremely grateful to everyone that has shared our enthusiasm for our granddad and for Mossy Oak and all that he cares about. The vibes are well at an all-time high heading into Turkey. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah. I mean, Big expectations. We can only go down from here. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. We're probably all going to miss a turkey opening day. Oh, oh man. Oh. Knock on wood. It's happened before. Yeah. 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 Bobby, yeah. Yeah. I know it's happened to Bobby. I know it's happened yeah. to Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby's missed one times. on okay. opening day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Well, I don't know what else needs to be said, uh, but it sounds like we've said Hey, I, I got something to say. Great job, fellas. I mean, you talk about a culmination of, of really lifetimes of people, and y'all, y'all brought it to fruition in an amazing way. So it's a tribute uh, not only to Mr. Fox, but this place and – and Toxie's life and, and everything else here. So kudos, man. Yeah. 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 And shout out to the entire team at Mossy Oak that worked, that, that helped us build this vest. Everyone, yeah. you know, they know who they are, but there was a, a lot of, a lot of uh, people that, that really worked, you know, long hours into the night trying to make this happen for two years. So they know who they are, but thank you. Yeah. Good there stuff. we go. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have done it. Y'all have knocked it out of the park. This is exciting. Mac, you got I'm going to let you bid on that one of those 10 for me just because you love me so much, Bobby. <laughs> let me take your credit card when we'll, when I'll, oh, okay. we'll work Bob, on it. Bobby's no going to buy one for Jesse. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I do. I so. bet you will. Well, probably will. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what she asked for for Christmas. So. All right, guys. So, uh, look, this is really cool. It's it, amazing. Could, just, stuff. Uh, so proud of y'all. Y'all have done yeah, a fantastic no job. And everybody downtown that worked on this. Uh, just, amazing just, project. Yeah, it really is. Really so. is good stuff. Well, let's, why don't we wrap this up? I'm uh, – we got we we got another guest that just walked in. We're we're gonna have a, another podcast this afternoon. So uh, why don't you say goodbye, Dudley? Goodbye, Dudley. Get us out of here, Mac Mac. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Gamekeeper Podcast, and be sure to tune in again. Subscribe to Gamekeeper Farming for Wildlife magazine, and don't miss the Mossy Oak Properties Fistful of Dirt podcast with my good buddy Ronnie Cuz Strickland.